hello, and welcome to the Joy of Living and Learning Conversations with Phyllis. Today's topic hits close to home. Our topic today is let's say no to anxiety. It was not until I took a counseling class in graduate school, I guess it was a couple years ago, that I realized I have been suffering from anxiety all of my life. What we thought was a family trait of shaking our crossed legs as we sat is nothing more than a sign of anxiety. Constant swaying back and forth when standing is a sign of anxiety. So because of past trauma in my life, I was suffering from anxiety and didn't even know it. The only thing I can say now is be aware of it and try to resolve what is within me and causing my anxiety. Now, for Christians, counseling was a taboo back in the day, but that is not the case anymore. But the problem is finding a good counselor who can help you deal with anxiety. The problem I have with counselors, and some have told me this, the moment I walked into their office, they were wondering why I was there. And this was before any words were even spoken. When I entered their office, they said there was a level of confidence and presence that they could not figure out why I was there. (laughs) So my level of confidence and presence, I guess, is a curse and a blessing. Today's podcast is directed to all of us who suffer from anxiety, whether we have anxiety or not, and how we can help others with their anxiety. Our topic is Just Say No to Anxiety. Some quotes I will be using are from Leslie Schumacher, Spring Christian Academy in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and Andy Cook, uh, pastor of Shirley Hills Baptist Church in Warner Robins, Georgia. So we're in a time when we need to help ourselves, our children, and loved ones fight off fear and anxiety. The National Institute of Health reports that up to 25% of American children are diagnosed with some type of clinical anxiety. But whether clinical or not, all children experience fear. If we want to help ourselves, our children, and loved ones with their anxiety, we need to intentionally help them think about things in a different way. Paul was crystal clear in his instructions in Philippians 4th chapter in the 8th verse. Paul said, and I quote, Brothers, continue to think about the things that are good and worthy of praise. Think about the things that are true and honorable, and right, and pure, and beautiful, and respected. I read that there are four things that you can do to help others relieve themselves from the bondage of fear. Number one, listen. Nothing says love like good listening ears. That's why God gave us two ears and one mouth. Proverbs 18, chapter and 15, verse says, The ear of the wise seeks knowledge. Just let them talk and make sure that they know that we have heard them. Number two, acknowledge their fear. Acknowledge the fear, but do not give the fear control. Teach our children and loved ones to face the fear head on. Most of the time, fear is nothing but F-E-A-R, false evidence appearing real. Simply encouraging them to breathe deeply and slowly, in through their nose and exhale through the mouth as we listen intently. For example, if a child says, I have a stomach ache and I don't want to go to school. Listen and acknowledge that you understand, but also probe a little to see if there's something going on at school that the child fears. There might be a test that day that your child is not prepared for, or there might be a bullying situation at school. It is common for children to bully other children. When I was raising my daughter, 
I had to resolve that issue more than once. Number three, tell the truth. Whenever our children or loved ones become anxious, explore what is really happening. If it's a bullying situation, this is not an example of false evidence appearing real. This is a real situation and must be resolved immediately. And one thing that I found with dealing with the bullying situation, the bully usually have things going on at home that cause anger and they wanted to take that anger out on other children. So when you pray about the situation, do not only pray for your child, but pray for the bully, her home situation, the school, the teachers, the principal. Remind your child that their strength to get through the situation not only comes from strategic maneuvers, but from how Christ will bless the situation. Number four, let's pray with our children and loved ones, keeping Christ at the center. When our children or loved ones start to feel anxious, we should stop everything and pray with them. Also, we can memorize key Bible verses with them. And a great one is Philippians 4th chapter, the 6th verse. Paul says, do not worry about anything, but pray and ask God for everything you need. And when you pray, always give thanks. This will help our children to calm down and keep moving whenever anxiety threatens to paralyze them. We're in unusual times, a time that children and loved ones will see as not normal. Staying home, being isolated from friends, ceasing many activities. Let's remind ourselves and loved ones that God loves us and will delight in quieting our fears. So a simple acronym to help our children and loved ones with anxiety, not only at this critical times, but at all times. Pray. P-R-A-Y. P stands for pray with your loved ones. Keep Christ at the center. R. Be real. Always tell the truth about situations. A. Acknowledge their fear. And Y. Yes. Listen. Really listen to their fears. Their fears are real to them. Let's say no to anxiety. And I ask our Heavenly Father on behalf of all of us to ease our anxiety, the anxiety of our children and loved ones during these troubling times. I hope this was helpful and that you can use this to help yourself, your children and loved ones find joy in their daily lives. Remember, listen ask questions, acknowledge their fear, tell them the truth, and pray. Do as Paul said, do not worry about anything, but pray and ask God for everything you need. And when you pray, always give thanks. And pray not only for you and your family, but pray for others. Thank you for listening. That's it for today. The joy of living and learning conversations with Phyllis. May peace and joy reign supreme in your life today and every day. I'm Phyllis Tucker Saunders saying so long for now.